for listening to the All Nations Church podcast. Enjoy this week's message from Roger Aubrey. We hope it leads you into a deeper relationship with Jesus and empowers you to advance the kingdom of God in your community. If you'd like to find out more, head to allnationschurch.org.uk slash podcast. Hello, it's great to be with you today and to have this opportunity to share something from the Word of God that I trust will be uh, of great benefit to you. We're going to look at the transforming power that our words can have. And we're going to look at a story in Luke's Gospel, chapter 17, about a man who experienced a complete transformation of his life through something that he said to Jesus. So uh, we're going to read the story in Luke 17 and begin at verse 11. While traveling to Jerusalem, Jesus passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered the village, ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, he told them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at Jesus' feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. And then Jesus said, Weren't ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Didn't any of them return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you completely well or completely whole. Fantastic story. Um, just some background. In the New Testament times, um, leprosy, as it can be today, is a very, very serious illness. Uh, lepers were known as the living dead. And uh, they dressed in rags and they had to wear a sign that... Uh, they were around their neck it said unclean warning people to stay away from them uh, as a consequence of the infectious nature of the disease they had to live an isolated life and their physical appearance at certain times could be awful um, loss of extremities fingers or toes or ears things like that uh, it was a very very infectious disease and so um, they had to live separate from the community. Um, it says in the story that uh, they had to stand at a distance, if you saw it there. That was required of them. Um, we've become familiar this year, haven't we, with something called social distancing. Well, this was an extreme form of social distancing where they were completely isolated and if they met someone coming along the road, someone would see that they had leprosy and they had to move out of the way, um, way away from people. They lived a life of complete separation until they recovered, uh, or unless they recovered. They, they could recover, um, depending on the nature of the disease, but they might never recover. And so these men were in quite a desperate strait, um, as we'll see later on. And so when they, they saw Jesus... They did something wonderful. They'd heard about him. And they said, uh, shouted out to him, Jesus, Master, have mercy 
on us. That's a wonderful thing. That could be a word just for us and nothing else today. When we come to God and we just say, Lord, please have mercy. Have mercy on me. Do you know what he always does? He has mercy because he's, he's a merciful God. And Jesus responded to them. His heart went out to them and saw what they were going through. And if you notice what Jesus didn't say, uh, they asked him to have mercy. But he didn't say to them, be healed. He could have done. He could have said, yes, be healed right now and go your way. He didn't do that. Um, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, why did he do that? Well, the requirement was, and you find it in the Old Testament, when any skin disease was healed, if a, if a person, man or woman, thought that their leprosy or an infectious skin disease was gone, uh, they would have to go to the priest in the same way we would go to the doctor today uh, and be pronounced healed. Um, and the, the priest would uh, examine them and the, the priest, sorry, I can't say that word, the priest would pronounce you clean. Uh, and until he did, you, you couldn't go back into the community. But the moment the priest said you are clean, the, the disease has left you, then they were free to go back and uh, resume their life. And so uh, this is the miracle in one way in, in its sense. Because in doing this, in saying, go to the priest, Jesus was telling them that they were cleansed, that the leprosy had left them. Uh, and we see there just uh, another incredible thing about the transforming power of words, that the words of faith, the words of Jesus, have the power to heal. One word from Jesus can transform your life. Um, and that's what happened to them. They put their faith in Jesus because they asked him to have mercy on them. And he told them what to do. Uh, and friends, that, that in itself is a power. If we just put our faith and obey what Jesus tells us to do, uh, then we will find that we are living a life that's completely transformed, completely changed because he changes us from one degree of glory to another degree of glory all the time. Well, for these men, as they responded to Jesus, sure enough, they were all cleansed. They were all healed. The leprosy left them, and they were on their way to the priest. However, the story tells us that one of these men, who was a Samaritan, wasn't even Jewish, he was a foreigner, one of them realized what Jesus had done uh, more than the others. And he said in his mind, and he said to himself, I'm going back. And he turned around and he came back to Jesus. Now, it's important for us to understand here. He wasn't expecting anything more from Jesus. He'd received a miracle. He had no idea. <laughs> at all what was about to happen to him he didn't come to get anything at all he had just received his miracle he'd received his healing and he just wanted to come back and say something he wanted to say thank you he wanted to express his gratitude that's all he wanted to do with no ulterior motive and no expectation and no idea of anything that was about to be unleashed in his life. That's an incredible thing. 
So nobody did. He deliberately turned around and came back, thinking and saying in his heart, I am going to say thank you to Jesus for what he's done for me. And when we read the story, we, we see that as he was coming back, um, he didn't come back with a, a cap in hand. Uh, he was shouting at the top of his voice. He was giving glory to God. You could hear this man coming from, from a mile off. He was so glad. He was so chuffed. He was so pleased. He was so blessed. Uh, and even more, when he got to Jesus, he fell face down uh, at Jesus' feet. Not in any groveling way. He was just so glad. He was just so thankful that it just burst out of him that he was just so extravagant and demonstrative in his thanks. I think this man was grateful, don't you? Now, that, that, that's amazing. In what he was coming to do, just to say thank you, he was about to unleash, as a consequence of his words, a transforming power. Because Jesus responded to him. And Jesus released the transforming power of the kingdom of God. Jesus, in effect, was saying, I've got more for you. You've just opened up all the resource of heaven. You've unlocked something. The power of the kingdom of God is coming to you in an increased measure. That's what Jesus said. Your faith has made you well. What you've done in believing and receiving and then coming back and saying thank you to me, my response to you is you are now completely and perfectly well. Jesus, it says, made him whole, complete, perfectly well. What does that mean? Well, he'd already received in his body the miracle where their leprosy had gone. So what had happened to him? Well, the word wholeness there and completely well. In his whole being, this man was made well. In his spirit, in his soul, his mind, and in his body. Something had happened that transformed him because of what he'd done. You see, if you imagine, we don't know anything more about this man, but we, from those circumstances, what people had to go through. Could you imagine in what this man had been going through in his life, in his spirit? He was completely crushed. He'd be lonely. He was in a hopeless situation. He was isolated from his friends and his family and his community. Um, some of us have been like that maybe in this recent times when we've been cut off from people and what it does to somebody. Uh, it can do a lot of damage. This man had been damaged in his spirit. Can you imagine what happened in his mind? His self-esteem, his self-respect. He, he was rejected. People would avoid him. No doubt he would have times of depression, living with long-term sickness. Did he have a future? Would it ever go? Uh, the battle of his mind, his mental health, the torment that he would live with day after day, month after month. Would, there, would there, it ever go? And in his body, yes, the shame, the pain, the loss of functions uh, and possible loss of limbs. That's what happened to this man in, in, in this moment when he, he says, thank you. Jesus said, I'm going to perform a miracle for you right now. And I am going to 
because of what you said, you're going to have a transformation in your whole life. Because this man sowed gratitude, because he sowed thanksgiving, he reaped wholeness. And that's what he was unlocking, really, wasn't he? The law of sowing and reaping. Well, what does that mean for us? Just maybe some practical things. How can I apply that to my life? New to your, this to yours. Well, maybe you may not obviously be in the same situation as him. But you might be in a situation where you're still waiting for something to happen. Holding on to a promise of God. Make, holding on to a breakthrough. Waiting for a breakthrough in a situation. I'm just giving you the principle. You can work it out in your life. A healing or a miracle. A changing situation. Something that just seems impossible. You can still be thankful. And Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Not give thanks for all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. I have not given God thanks for COVID, for isolation, for lockdown. I don't give God thanks for that. But in it, uh, I can give God thanks that he's good, that he's with me, that he's provided for me, he's looking after me, he's keeping me safe. Do you know, you can still rejoice in the Lord and you can rejoice in the healings and the miracles and answers that others receive. It's not like, well, when I get it, then I'll rejoice. Um, no, you might still be waiting, but you can thank God for the news that you hear of others. Because when you're giving thanks, what God is doing for others, you're, 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 so, you're reaping something back to yourself. I'm just giving you the principle here, and you can work it out in your own life because our lives are all different and we're all in different situations. But I do believe the principle works, that if we come and we have this life of thanksgiving in whatever situation we find ourselves, good, bad, indifferent, ordinary, whatever, that we can find something to give God thanks in, in it. I can, Lord, I can thank you in this. I can find something to thank you for in this. Maybe that Jesus has done something for you as, as he'd done for this man. And maybe this is a major point. This man had received his miracle. He'd received his healing. And he was just coming back, not expecting anymore. But he was just so thankful, he hadn't realized there's more to come. And it might well be in your life that you've received a miracle, you've received the healing, you've received that new job, you've received the provision, whatever it is. And you're so grateful and glad to God. And it's not a time then to think, well, I'm healed in my body, I've received the job, but having this attitude of saying, well, it should have happened years ago or happened ages ago. It's better late than never. No, don't be like that. Be thankful. Because if you're thankful, do you know something? You just might unlock more. Well, you will unlock more of what God has for you. You may just not have realized that the Lord has more for you in that situation. You may have recovered from an illness and now in a new situation, but you're thinking, well, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad uh, I've come through this and I'm just grateful to God. But I have just got a feeling for some of us today, as you're listening to this, if you come back to the Lord, not expecting to get anything more from him, but just coming back to him and saying, you know, thank you, Lord, 
boom, and say what you need to say. Maybe you were sick and you were unable to do something, or you experienced financial loss, but now you're through that and you think, well, it's okay. Or maybe there's been lost opportunity. Maybe this year was a year where you had things planned that never happened or they happened in a different way. And you're glad, you're grateful, yes. But you know something? I am learning and I haven't learned this yet completely. I'm learning that God's timing is perfect every time. I do know this one thing, friends. This time that we're going through right now is not lost time. This is not a, a paragraph or let's just put away. This is something we're going through our lives at this time. But this time is not lost time when nothing is happening. It's time when things are happening in our lives. And I've just got this feeling, if we can adopt this attitude of saying, you know, Lord, I'm coming back to you today, and you know the situation may be, or you know the circumstance, you, you know what's going on in your life as I know what's going on in mine. And you say, Lord, I thank you for doing this for me, but I want to come back and I just want to really have an attitude, not a begrudging acceptance or complaining, or maybe, Lord, you should have done it a long time ago. But thank you for what you've done. I just got this feeling that the Holy Spirit is going to do something in your life. And I just want to encourage you. Um, maybe as this video is finishing, and if you may be listening to it in the future, maybe just go and spend some time alone with the Lord. Just go for a walk or just go into a room or just sit on the sofa where you are. Just spend time with him right now and just give him thanks. Just open up your heart, open up your mouth and just say thank you in the same attitude of gratitude that this man showed to Jesus. And I know because Jesus, as we've heard recently, is the same yesterday, today and forever. And the Jesus of yesterday is the Jesus of today and he will do for you what he did for that man. So thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I will see you in the goodness of God. We trust you have been encouraged by what you've heard. If you'd like to get connected, you can write to us at hello at allnationschurch.org.uk or call us on 029 202 Thank you so much for tuning in.